This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi guys, it's Maggie. And Emma. And welcome back to another episode of Love You Bye. Last week, I answered all of your guys' questions, and this week, it's Maggie's turn, so I picked out some of my favorite questions that you guys sent in on Instagram for or to ask Maggie on today's episode. But first, before we get into that, we're going to start off with our peak and pit of the week. Maggie? Um, you can go first. Okay. Um, my peak is probably I went to hot yoga this morning, like hot, hot yoga. And it was really nice to start off a rainy Monday by doing hot yoga. I don't know. I just was, I loved that. And it was really nice. And then my pit was probably I, okay. So Peyton and I went on a little wholesome date on Friday and we went to Lola just like our normal Lola weekly night you know and so we got some sushi and we got some truffle fries and we got our pokey nachos and we're just like chilling I got a extra dirty martini and then I got a concubine which is another martini And then I ended up getting really excited because after we were done with our date, instead of just going home, some of our friends were out in the city. So we were like, why don't we meet up with them to go get a drink? So we went to this little restaurant called Nautilus to get a drink. And my sister texted me and she was like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? And I was like, wait, we're at Nautilus getting a drink. Like, come meet us. And you were like, okay, I'm coming. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay, this is so fun. I got so excited that I was just like, Peyton and I were in the city. We're never really in the city. Maggie was coming out to meet us for a drink. So I end up having another drink. And oh my gosh, the next morning, I have never been so hungover my whole entire life. It was like horrible. I hated it. I was, Emma, it was you until- were so, I could tell that you were drunk because you got louder and louder and louder. <laughs> you got so excited. Every time something, someone would say something, you'd be like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah! 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 I feel like I get so happy when I'm like you a just little get drunk. So excited. And I, Peyton and I, I feel like same with you, Maggie, too. Like we never really drink. Like we don't ever drink. And if we were to drink, it's like we have like a glass of wine or so. Yeah, it's not that we like don't, but it's like when you do, you know your limit. So it's like you'll have one or two glasses of wine, and then it's like you stop and you're not hungover like you're able to yeah you know like you sober up before bed but we don't like go out and ever we don't go out anymore like go out out, yeah. out on the town and this is like our night out and oh my goodness Saturday I don't know how this ha- like I normally when I'm hungover it's like in bed darkness blackout curtains until I feel better no I was up at 7 30 
I went to the practice facility with Peyton at 8.30 while he practiced. Don't ask why. I don't know why. I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing right now? (laughs) And then after that, we went home. We like changed quick. We went to the BC Florida State football game outside. It ended up being a really good game. It ended up being a really good game and the weather wasn't too bad. We So we went to a football game and then we came home after that and I think I just, after that we napped and watched football on the couch. Well, Peyton watched football and I slept and then and it ended up being a great day. So my, I'm really glad my day wasn't ruined, but I do not like how I felt. I felt sick, sicky, like very I know. sick. I feel like though, honestly, like the days where you are hungover and you force yourself to go like do stuff. It's not bad. I swear it's not as bad as when you just lay in bed and you're like thinking about how sick when you I feel. lay in bed, that's what makes me like really anxious. Like I get yes, actual me like too. really bad anxiety and I start to like have like really just like thoughts that are like, Oh my gosh, I'm like You're like, why did I do this? Why did like I do I'm this? never drinking yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, as hard as but, it is, it is nice to like get out and like get dressed and you know, like put some clothes on, put some makeup on and like go out and do something. It like makes you forget about how f- you feel. Yeah. Sometimes I guess. Um, that's so funny. So anyway, that's mine. My peak of the week is that this morning I had a little surprise on my doorstep waiting for me and it was a lovely, beautiful bouquet of Winston flowers with a little card that said, Maggie, will you be my maid of honor? I love you so much. Love, Emma. (laughs) So Emma asked me to be her maid of honor, and I'm so excited. And now it's like we, I mean, I get to start planning. Like, I've never been in a wedding before. The only other wedding I've ever been to, um, I went to one of my, actually, I've been to a couple weddings, but you've never been in a wedding party? Yeah, I've never been in a wedding party. So I've only been to like a couple friends. I went to mom's wedding. That was my first yeah. wedding I had ever been to, our mom's second marriage. So I have never been like in a wedding party and I've never gone to a bachelorette party, anything like that. So I feel like it's really exciting for me to be able to now be the one that's like planning all of it, like the party and, and I get to plan. And you also help from all the others too. Yeah. Yeah. But you get to plan like no i think the maid of honor plans it emma oh i talked to jess about it a little bit and oh okay um so i'm just really excited to start planning like the party the bachelorette like weekend and i get to like put together like the welcome bags and stuff you know oh and then yeah like that's what the maid of honor does for the bachelorette weekend. Like you don't plan that oh, for yourself. Oh, the bachelorette. You yeah, do. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the day, like the wedding day. Cause I was like, wait, like I already started doing like getting stuff for that. Yeah. No, I do the bachelorette oh, party. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. like all the funny things, like the dick straws, like, <laughs> no, we're not going to have that at yours, but <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I don't want like any that type of, of stuff. those. Yeah. Um, yeah. No dick straws. <laughs> no, none, but I, but we can wear a shirt with like Peyton's face on it. I feel like everyone does that though. I feel like we can get more creative, you know? But anyway, so I am just excited about that. And then my pit of the week. 
I was like trying to think really hard about this one because there's something that I actually like that actually was like a pit during my week and I was like okay I could say that but I was like I don't know if I want to talk about it or not um but I honestly don't have any other pit that happened like I don't just want to say oh the weather (laughs) like you know what I mean but I guess like what I'm gonna say for my pit is that um I guess it's just like not a good feeling when you realize not even when you realize when it's like clear to you that people aren't who they say they are and they're not who you thought that they were and it just kind of makes you feel like not good inside that there was somebody that you like let into your life that you trusted and you were friends with and spent time with and then like their true colors start to come out you know Mm-hmm. And then, so I guess like what I'm trying to say is that somebody who I was like friends with, their mom responded to my Instagram story, but it was like one of those things where she didn't mean to respond to my story. She meant to send it to her daughter, the girl who I was friends with, but accidentally like responded to me. And it was so clear when I opened the message that it was not meant for me. And then I responded and then she said that, oh my God, I'm so sorry I meant to send this to my daughter x y and z and I was like okay yeah so it's clear that this girl and her mom talk shit about me and this is someone who I considered my friend who I well I feel like stuff I don't know it's just like it just is not a good feeling knowing that someone is talking about you behind your back but what I did want to say about it is that when it comes to social media I feel like definitely be careful about like who you follow and whose content you're consuming because half the time like you don't know who's being genuine and who's like actually and how they really are in person because they may not be the same on person exactly um but also I did want to say to kind of like bring light to the situation that it is important because I do feel like with social media and sending messages so instantly it doesn't even have to be necessarily you trying to send like a mean message to one of your friends and then accidentally sending it to the person like it can be any type of situation just to think before you press send whether it's sending somebody like a mean comment or seeing something that aggravated you in some way that you just feel the need to like send it to your friend and like comment about it like I'm not saying that I'm also like innocent like there's definitely been things that I have seen and sent everyone has done it you know what I mean like it's something that everybody can sit there and be like okay I relate to this but I think that as I've gotten older I've just realized like before I press send is this really worth it you know what I mean like is it worth it to waste my energy saying something about somebody um because also it's like sucks if it's ever happened and you send the message to the person instead of sending it to the person that you meant to send it to you know So I just feel like moral of the story is think before you press send and maybe take a step back and be like, do I really want to waste my energy on this? Because I feel like what you put out is what you get back. And over the past few years, honestly, since the pandemic started, I feel like I have been more mindful about like things that I do and things that I say. And I think that that's just, it's always a good reminder, you know, and something to practice because honestly, there's no need to be saying anything negative about anybody because I feel like what they're doing, does it actually really bother you? Or is it just like a trigger that you have inside? You know what I mean? It's like, don't be wasting your time and energy on it. 
there's other things in life. And plus like it would suck if you sent it to the wrong person. Then it's like you would realize, wait, I didn't actually mean it that way. And like this was just stupid. And then it just, I don't know, causes like issues that aren't needed. But that's all I want to say for my, um, for my pit. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Well, let's get into our topic yay i'm so excited to answer questions yeah to start the questions on a more positive note what are your goals for the rest of 2023 oh i love that because we're getting into fourth quarter and fall's coming around winter's coming around we're kind of buckling in for the rest of the year what are you like hoping towards my goals for the rest of the year I feel like the first half of the year, I was kind of working on, like I went through a big personal change and I felt very like uncomfortable with myself at the beginning of the year. And I feel like I did a lot of self-work throughout the spring and summer. And I finally feel like I'm in a really good place right now. I feel like I got my confidence back, you know? And like, I feel like I have like that spark again that I feel like I had lost in the past. So I'm just really excited to, well, one main thing is that I'm starting my brand right now. Something I've wanted to do for years is just have my own brand. And there's going to be so many things coming that I am so excited about. And my brand is going to have like a lot of different things. So um, I'm working on that right now. And I am going to say more when I'm able to like I don't want it to just be one of those things where I'm like secret project and then it's like wait for people to know what it is I want my audience to be involved in the process so I want to show more of that on YouTube and show the behind the scenes and the business aspect of what I'm working on so it's not just like the same things in my vlogs all the time like coffee working out yada 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 um also I really want to be more consistent on my social media so I want to start posting more on Instagram and TikTok and I'm doing a series on my TikTok right now where I am gonna like style outfits for people like whatever occasion that person wants because I used to do that all the time and I feel like whenever you go somewhere you're always like what do I wear and it's my favorite thing to do so I'm gonna do a mix between posting like doing the green screen and showing screenshots of things that I find online and then I'm also going to do like outfits from my own closet but it gets hard because if somebody is like what do I wear to a fall wedding I don't just have wedding dress like guest dresses like sitting in my closet so that's when I'll do like the green screen okay yeah and then when it's something more simple like girls night dinner or date night I can do from my own closet show stuff I would wear and I'm doing it for 30 days and I'm excited about that and also just like fall content and on my team meeting today I started to talk about like my content that's coming in December like planning for that now um because once we get into like Black Friday like November Black Friday 
Christmas, it's like things get so crazy and I want to have like content and things planned early so I'm able to like post my gift guide and then I also want to plan a trip somewhere that is going to be really cute when it's all like decorated for Christmas. Like I want to go somewhere for my birthday. I'm thinking like London or somewhere I've never been before. That's just going to be super pretty for Christmas and then be able to like make a lot of content there. So that's something I'm excited about working on. Hi guys, just taking a quick break from the show to hear from our sponsors today at Starbucks. Hear that? That's fall calling. And the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. From that first sweater to late autumn weather, it's all of fall in just one sip. There's nothing like fall in Boston. The leaves start to change colors, the weather cools down, and football season is right around the corner. But honestly, the biggest sign that autumn is here is being able to order a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte again. Just one sip and I immediately start thinking about apple orchards, pumpkin patches, and Halloween all at the same time. When the weather starts changing and fall is in the air, one of my favorite things to do is go out and grab a warm Starbucks drink in the morning and then go for a walk around my neighborhood or sip it throughout the day while I'm out running errands. And when a long day starts dragging on and I just feel like taking a midday nap, ordering a pumpkin spice latte is the perfect sweet afternoon pick-me-up to lift my spirits for the rest of the workday. It's time to sip that first taste of fall at Starbucks. And don't forget to order ahead on the Starbucks app. Now back to the show. What are your favorite things to do in Boston in the fall? Ooh, my favorite thing to do in Boston in the fall, I love going for walks in Back Bay, like going to Boston Commons and like walking around and then getting a coffee and walking down Calm Ave. It's so pretty in the fall. There's like all different color leaves. I love going to Beacon Hill. There's so many great places in Beacon Hill um, like different coffee shops. There's like a little speakeasy like bookstore coffee shop that you can go to, which is really cute. And also I love, Hill. yeah, I want to go so bad. I always see it on TikTok and I always send it to Graydon. We should do that this fall. Yeah, we but should. But I love going to Beacon Hill and I just love going downtown because it's so pretty. And I feel like with all the brick buildings and stuff, it, it really like makes you feel like you're in like a movie or something it's so beautiful so I love doing that remember you and I used to like go to the Tate and Beacon Hill and we bring Milo and like go get breakfast and then walk around and everybody they like decorate their brownstones and stuff it's really cute so definitely that um I do recommend if you wanted to get lunch or go get like a little drink or something at night going to the street bar at the Newbury Hotel or if you don't even live in Boston coming to visit Boston and staying at the Newbury Hotel for the weekend it's such a cute hotel it's right at the beginning of Newbury Street you can walk through Boston Common like you can walk to Beacon Hill you can walk around Back Bay it's like perfect location and it's so so cute so yeah that's my favorite it's so cute there um okay I saw this one and I was like, wait, this is like really good a question because a lot of people are back in school right now. And this is how to balance work, school, and a relationship all at once. Because you did that for a long time. Balance work, school, and a relationship. I've never dealt with that before. So like, but yeah. Okay, so my advice, this is just what I personally did and what worked for me, is that I would, I had school on 
I'm actually, I think I did have it five days a week for one semester. And then another semester, I ended up only having Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. So I had Fridays off, but I think definitely, um, making sure that you like schedule things because I know at least for me, I had time where I would be on campus going to class and I would go to class and then I had enough time. I scheduled my classes this way. So I don't know if this would help if people already have their classes scheduled, but maybe for next semester. So my Monday, Wednesday classes, I would schedule one at like 11 o'clock and it was from 11 to 11.50. And then I had a class in the afternoon that was a longer class. And I think it started at like two or three or something. And I would have time in between both classes. So I was able to go to a coffee shop or go to the library and get all my work done for my classes in between the two classes. Because I was like, if I'm already going to campus, there's no need to like go for one class, leave and go do other stuff, go back. So I would like get everything done. So by the time that the class, like by the time the school week was over, I was done with all my work because I had worked on it in between my classes. So that gave me time after work to do work and stuff. Like I would do YouTube, I would go back to my apartment and I would like film my campaigns and stuff. I know everyone's job is also different. Um, and I feel like I had the luxury of like being able to go home and like do my work at home, but I understand that people have to like go to their job. So I definitely would, I don't know what their schedule is like with work, but just having that time set aside to get your schoolwork done and then you know when your shift is for work whatever your job is and you can depending on what you do for a job um also maybe if you have time like get your work done while you're get your schoolwork done while you're at work because I know my roommate in college she worked at a tanning salon and she would bring her computer with her and she was able to do work when you were there when she was at work do schoolwork when she was at work so then I also um had days where I would then hang out with like my boyfriend at the time or like friends and stuff and yeah I feel like it's all just about seeing your schedule and then creating a balance between it all yes creating a balance between it all okay next question what is your advice for early 20s like 20 to 25 and kind of just like how to find your place in life through that time of like because 20 to 25 is like okay graduating college and like kind of moving on into the real world and like finding yourself through like Mm -hmm. also like a real job and like people go through so much during I feel like those five years yeah I think about this a lot because I'm gonna be 27 in November and it's so crazy to me because I think back to times in my life when I was 22 23 and I was I thought I had it all figured out and I thought I needed to have it all figured out and the truth is is that as I've gotten older I've just realized that you don't need to have it all figured out and I think my biggest piece of advice would to be to just focus on being the best version of you that you can be and just Mm -hmm. focus on being just working hard spending time with your family and friends being kind to others and yourself and just being more graceful because I do think that especially with social media that 
nowadays it's so easy to compare yourself to other people because you can see thousands of people that are posting their life and it's easy to compare oh well this person is doing this oh emma mcdonald is 22 and she's engaged and getting married like oh my god i need to get married like no you don't just because someone else is doing <laughs> something and someone else too exactly like just because somebody that you follow online is doing something doesn't mean you need to just because your friends are doing something doesn't mean you need to so it's like all about just trying as best as you can to be present and enjoy where you are and just learn and grow because I feel like I don't know I thought I had all my shit figured out back then and I felt like I needed to have it all figured out and I think that now I'm turning 27 and I still feel like I'm learning and growing and I've had to even remind myself of these things to just be present and enjoy where I'm at and not like feel pressured to rush into anything just because other people are you know what I mean so just be present have fun literally just have fun and say yes to as many things as that you can yeah obviously not if you like don't want to if you if your body is telling you like no don't say yeah then obviously don't but just like travel hang out with your friends like meet people and don't stress because you'll get to your late 20s and you'll realize like how young you actually were you know and there's nothing to worry about best book to invest in for mental and life growth Ooh, oh my god i have so many that i love okay so a few that have stood out to me in the past i read this book called don't just sit there and Mm -hmm. i loved that book that was like the one of the first books that i ever read when i was kind of going into my self-discovery and like growth period i loved that book I also read a book called 10% Happier. It's not one of those books that you're going to sit down and it's going to be like all... Here's 10 ways to be happy. Yeah, here's 10 ways to be happier. Like meditate, do this. It's like a guy tells his story. I love that book. Also, um, I love a book by one of my friends who I met on Instagram. Her name is Olivia D'Angelo. Her dad wrote a book called um, A Single Day of Peace. And mm-hmm. I loved that book. And also, uh, I feel like I've read so many. Oh my God, I would need to like do a list. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But definitely don't just sit there. That one was so good. I feel like those are a good group of books. Yeah, those are good like starting books because they're Mm -hmm. not going to give you, like be overloaded with like information. They like tell a story about someone's life. And I feel like at least for me, I like that. For starters, too, because then once you like actually get into it, you can read like that little Ed Milet one where it's like this, that, the yeah. other, and then that's the type of one where it's kind of just like, eh, but it also has really good information in it. Yes, and I think definitely bring a highlighter when you're reading these books. Get a highlighter because you're going to want to highlight stuff. Also, I do love um, Thomas Rhett, his wife's book. Mm. She just talks I about... I haven't read that book. Oh my god, I you should read it. I loved it because she talks about her life and just like her own growth and self-discovery because she has a husband that's obviously such a famous country singer and she's just a normal girl from Tennessee. So she talks about how she like discovers herself rather than just being known as like his wife. His, and it's really yeah. empowering. Like she goes off and will do stuff. Um she went on all of these trips in 
Uganda and like different countries and would help little kids and it's just a really I really loved that book and she yeah. it tells like a really great story about her life so I would recommend that one too what is something about life that I taught you and what's something that you taught me I think that something I have learned from you is to not be so apologetic when saying no you know like you're just like no means no you don't want to do something you don't do it you say no you don't give anyone an explanation I on the other hand I feel like I always need to give an explanation and I need to always explain myself well I mean that's the same thing I always feel like I have to explain myself and justify why I'm making this decision that I am and I don't have to do that so that's something that I feel like that I have definitely learned from you I mean something that you've learned from me I feel like I can't answer that because I don't know what you've learned like something that stuck with you you can answer you I mean I feel like I've always say this when you when I get asked this question is but I don't know if it's yeah I guess this is something you taught me it's like more of a saying but you always said to me like that if it's meant like what's meant to be won't pass you yeah you've always what's said meant that to for me. you won't pass you yeah and that's something that I believe so much in life and I just feel like you can't force anything you always anything. have said that to me because in the past I used to be like the most like uh, trying to control your life I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of people I even sometimes have to still remind myself of that like I'm not perfect at it either I have to remind myself that I don't have to have everything all figured out if something's not working out like don't force it if something's meant for you it'll come to you and if it's not it's because it's not the right time so just like trying to be patient and like surrender to God whatever higher power you believe in um because they have it all figured out you know I remember I was like so sad and you like sent me that picture once oh my god you know that picture that's gonna make me cry okay I sent Emma a picture and you were upset about a boy and I remember you were like it's just not this is in my past this was like a year ago over well obviously (laughs) obviously it's not like yeah (laughs) this was in 2021 I remember this vividly yeah and you were so upset about something that happened with like this boy that you had had back and forth with for a really long time and I just Mm -hmm. sent you something and I was like Emma I honestly think you just need to let it go because clearly it's not working and it's like time and time again things keep coming up it's just not working and you were like but I want it to and like but this and I sent her a picture and it was a picture of a little girl holding a teddy bear and she was and it was God kneeling down in front of her and she said but God I want it and he had a bigger teddy bear behind his back and he said just let it go it said like, something like I have a bigger plan for you or something yeah or like there's something better for you and I came back to that picture last fall in like September of last fall I came back to that picture and I let it go and like definitely something better came it's crazy because also I feel like you guys lived in the same city for so long but never like connected because it truly wasn't the right time like if you guys had met back in 2021 it wouldn't have worked out so it's like it really does go to show that what's meant for you will come to you you just have to surrender and like just let it flow 
and be present as much as you can. Try not to control. Um, wait, I saw this question and like it was kind of funny because I don't know. I just wanted you to answer it. It wasn't a funny question, but what's the difference between Malden and Celtic salt? salt oh my god i love this question you know that song that's like oh my the thing on tiktok oh my god i love this question i think Uh, i need to make that tiktok after that after this because and how do you use them both the person also asked how do you use them both because there's a very big difference i feel like and how like yeah okay so this is just like off of like my basic knowledge I have of the two salts. I'm not like a yeah. doctor or like a professional, so don't come for me. But Malden salt is like a flaky sea salt. I feel and like it's, it's more of like a topper salt. Yes, it's perfect to add on top of things. So it's my favorite to add on top of, I love putting it on top of tomatoes, like what I'm having even just like eating a tomato plain, I don't know if that's for you, but that's one of my favorite things. I love mm-hmm. putting it on top of avocado toast. I love to put it on top of just like really any of dish. Cookie. Yes, like a nice flaky Maldon salt. And then Celtic salt, I use for just like everything. I mean, you can still use Celtic salt to top on, to put on top of stuff. But I use it for I cooking. find that, everything. yeah. I find that I like Maldon t- to top things. So I don't usually use Celtic. I use it to cook. I put it in, pinch of it in my water in the morning when I do lemon water. I put it in my water, my plain water throughout the day. It just has so many minerals. And it's because it's so packed with minerals, it is going to be so good for you because just like regular table salt is not good for you. I don't know the difference between like Celtic and pink Himalayan. I know pink Himalayan salt was like very popular for a few years, but Celtic salt has a lot of minerals. And then Maldon salt, it's just like a topper. It's really delicious. This is a good question because I feel like you always, you and I love the grocery store. Like I'm, yes. I love the grocery store. It's so therapeutic to me. Um, what are your grocery store staples? If you were restarting your kitchen, like if your kitchen was empty, you just moved, you didn't bring any anything over from your old place and you had to get your staples that you have in the kitchen always. Olive oil, Maldon salt, Celtic salt. Do you have like a specific kind of olive oil? No, I just like organic, cold pressed olive oil. I know that that's one in the squeeze bottle What's that one called? I forget. Gra- Graza. Graza. That one's really Graza. popular right now because of the bottle, but I typically like to get um, a glass bottle. I really like that one that's in the tin can. Oh, I like that one too. So like, good. I don't really have any specific. So I just always get, I would say if you're starting over, definitely olive oil, salt, pepper, and then a few of your spices that you're going to need so definitely like oregano basil garlic powder onion powder stuff like that and then in the fridge i always like to have almond milk butter what kind of almond milk what brand um i really like the califia farms with the three ingredients yeah that's my favorite almond milk it comes in a big green Mm -hmm. bottle my favorite for smoothies that's actually what they use at Erwan for their smoothies. And that one's the Barista Califia Farms is so good. That's what they have at Lighthouse, which I just, I really like that brand. So I get the big one for my smoothies. And then um, 
I also get the vanilla milk and then I feel like it's been different lately though. I don't know why. It hasn't been as like vanilla or maybe I'm yeah, just used to it. We stopped getting the vanilla because it hadn't tasted any different. And then I'm trying to think of what, oh, but then obviously, well, I feel like when it comes to grocery shopping for me, my number one tip is that to always shop the perimeter of the store because that's where you're going to get all of the produce and stuff fresh items that's not processed like whole foods if you notice the grocery store it's like you walk around the perimeter and you're going to find your fresh produce fruits and vegetables and then in the back it's usually meats and fish market deli stuff like that and then on the side you're going to find your cheese your milk your eggs stuff like that and then obviously like if you go down them and get pasta, I like to have mm-hmm. the jovial brown rice pasta on hand. I love having that. And then I also love uh, Mary's crackers. Mm, Those are my favorite. I love to dip them in like hummus or I love to have them with cheese, like a cheddar cheese or something. Nice. I keep forgetting I'm asking you questions. So I like shut my phone off. Um, why don't you go on brand trips anymore? Oh, I love this. And someone said, loved your travel content in the past, but like, whatever. Why don't you go on brand trips anymore? <laughs> I do agree that I, I liked my travel content in the past. I feel like, honestly, I traveled so much in the past. Brands that don't really do that many trips anymore either. I know. I did get invited on a few. Well, I got invited to like three different trips in the Hamptons this summer. Emma, they do brand trips all the time. We just don't go. So I got invited to Poppy in the Hamptons with Graydon and I didn't go to that one. And then I also got invited to um, Portugal with Dolce Vida and that's at the end of September. But I feel like, I don't know, I just have gotten kind of a lot of like anxiety around brand trips because I feel like in the past, like I would only really go on like Revolve trips, but a lot of the time what you see on social media isn't what the trip is actually like in real life. Like I do think that you can meet amazing other creators when you're on these trips and I'm not trying to like bash brand trips or events or anything like that. Um, I'm so grateful to even get invited by these brands and I feel like just to even have that opportunity I'm just super grateful but I feel like I've said no because I get a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of drinking involved on these trips so it's like everything revolves around drinking and I just feel like sometimes it can be a lot because when you don't really like know anybody and you're just like constantly drinking I feel like it just can be a lot sometimes and um also I feel like well when you do get invited on them you have like requirements to post for the brand so they usually give you a list of like things that you have to post So say you have to do like 10 Instagram stories, three Instagram posts, two TikToks, a YouTube video. It's all this content that you're doing. The brand isn't like paying you for it. So usually it's just like you have to post the content in order to get invited on the trip. And I've just kind of been like, okay, well, if I want to go on a trip, I'd rather just use my own money and pay for a trip rather than having to post all this content and not be getting paid the amount that I should be getting yeah Yeah. your worth so it's like 
realistically, these brands invite you on trips and they have you posting all this content that equals like thousands and thousands of dollars. That's like why you not see even so equivalent to what much the trip content costs. on brand trips. It is a good way f- for people to grow though. Like I'm, this isn't just all like, I'm not trying to like shit on brand trips. Yeah. I do think that it is good for people if you want to collab and grow and get to know other creators. But I don't know. It's just not really my my thing. I feel like I also like to just like be home with my dog. I'm like a homebody. And when I do travel, I like to go places with like my close friends. I like to travel with you a lot, obviously with Mac, Jess, Graydon. But I feel like I like to go somewhere and not have like all these obligations and like a set thing to do like I feel like I get a lot of anxiety when it comes to brand trips that's just why I I don't I don't know it's not to say that I will never go on one I'm just trying to like explain the behind the scenes yeah I have two more can you talk more about your skin journey and how you implement balance in your life Ooh, I love this question (laughs) so I feel like okay my skin was really bad for a year because honestly I started to do things that my body wasn't used to like I was I was dairy free for a few years and then I started eating cheese again and I was fine with just that because I would only have it sometimes but then I started drinking dairy in my coffee because I was like oh my god there's so many gums and fillers and stuff in almond milk when you go out so I'm just gonna get dairy which no nope If you have not been consuming milk like that, it is going to affect your skin. Like it's super, it adds a lot of inflammation. At least that's what happened to me. Um, So my skin got really irritated and really bad. And then I think just like the stress from having to be on camera affected it even more because I was like, oh my God, my skin's so bad and I have to record myself and people say stuff about it and they're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was just really stressed about it. I didn't ever want to cover it. And so, um, finally it got to the point where I was like, I need to heal this. And I worked with an acne specialist and she, I just did a zoom call with her. I sent her pictures of my skin, videos of my skin, and she put me on a skincare routine by Jan Marini. That skincare literally changed my life. And I've started working with her in February of this year and my skin transformation is crazy i don't have any cystic acne anymore and the scars that i had the pigment has lightened up so much i'm definitely like still working on my skin every single day but what has definitely helped me a lot has been stress management i've meditated in the morning i've started meditating in the morning and that has helped me so much and also just trying to swap out any time that i would scroll on my phone with just like reading whether it's like before bed and then also limiting the amount of dairy that I eat because that was something that was crazy for me I switched back to almond milk and everything has been so much better and also um I don't pick my face anymore even if I have like little bumps you know like those little tiny ones you can only see if you're like looking this close to yourself in the mirror that I think used to cause even more breakouts on my skin because I would my face and then it spreads bacteria and they like get filled and make it more inflamed and worse and worse so I stopped touching my face and I I don't know that's pretty much how like my part of my skin journey oh I also take clear stem supplement and you can use code Maggie McDonald I'm pretty sure that gets you 15% off 
and I take two of those every single night and it helped clear my skin so much. But I'm also working with Jillian, who is a functional medicine doctor. We had her on the podcast before and she and I are working together. I just did a Dutch test, which is going to tell me my hormones levels and like blood sugar and stuff like that. And then also I did a GI test or like a gut, like I don't, a GI map test, like a gut test. And I haven't got the results back from that yet. I'm getting it back in October. And so then we're going to work on just like supplements and stuff like that to see what nutrients my body's lacking and like what it needs to balance out my hormones. I also try to not have coffee on an empty stomach and I try to have 30 grams of protein in the morning (laughs) within like an hour of waking up and getting sunlight for 10 minutes after like when I get up. Those are some things that I do. Also just like not being so hard on yourself if you're struggling with your skin because it does get better. I know it seems like it's the end of the world and but trust me it gets better and it just takes consistency as well. Like I started seeing results after like two months with my routine. So it does take time. Last question. What is one thing many people get wrong about you? I guess like kind of like what people say or maybe like what people assume before they like actually know you or have never met you that's a good question like what people assume about me honestly I think it would have to be that (laughs) I mean the biggest thing that I see about me is that people will just comment stuff about me being like out of touch with reality just which I completely understand like I recognize that the stuff that I show in my content now is like not relatable to most people because my life has changed since I started doing social media but I feel like when people say that about me it does bother me because like that's not who I am as a person like I also am aware like I'm aware of what's going on in the world you know what I mean and I have been in the position of like working a normal job not corporate after college, but I still had like three jobs every summer my whole life. I started working when I was 13 years old and I went to school full-time and had a job at the same time. So I feel like I'm really hardworking. And you are very hardworking. You have a very good work ethic. Thank you. And I just feel like that's one thing people think about me. They think I'm like not hardworking. I feel like people think everything was handed to you. Yeah, and I I do agree that like there are things that I can be doing. There's always room for improvement and there's always more you can do. But I I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> I am in a position right now where like I am doing a lot. It might not seem like it, but I'm working on like building my brand, which is something I've wanted to do for a few years. And there's just a lot that's coming that I will be able to talk about soon, but I don't know. I just feel like that's like the biggest misconception about me. But really like I didn't come from this, you know? Like I was in college and I had like no money to my name and I would like find ways to make money. Like I had a little blog that like a few thousand people would read on Tumblr and I found a way to monetize it and get money based off of how many people clicked on the links and I would sell my clothes on Poshmark like after I would wear them I'd be like okay like I would sell it I would get money to get new stuff like I don't know I was always finding 
Oh yeah. I would also go into my mom's closet. Like when I would go home for the weekend and be like, this is hideous. It's coming with me. And I would like post it on my Poshmark and like work overtime to like get money. Cause I like needed money to be able to go out with my friends and you know what I mean? Like buy a pack of $16 white claws on the weekend. So I don't know. I feel like I have always just been that person having like three different jobs at one time. Like during the summer before I started YouTube, I was constantly working multiple jobs. Like I would go from one job when this was back in high school, I worked at a store in Harwich Port and then I would walk across the street. So I would work there during the day from 10 a.m. to 4. I would do the day shift and then I would walk across the street from 4 to 10 p.m. and I would work and bus tables at a restaurant. Like I always have like worked my ass off. So I can see why people say that about me now, but I feel like it is such a misconception about like who I really am, you know, like I'm aware of all these things, but I also think, I don't know, it's important to also realize that like you can do whatever you set your mind to because I wasn't just like handed the job that I have now, you know, like I have worked really hard towards what I do. And although it might not seem like influencing is a hard job, but You also have to realize that over the years, you're dealing with criticism from thousands of people. It's so easy to just be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. But it's like you have to be resilient and not care about what people think and be consistent with your content, even if you don't feel like it. And even when you're going through stuff, I don't know. I'm going on a tangent, but that's just how I feel. Um, That's how I feel. But I do think I can definitely be better about like showing like what I show and be more conscious of that because I understand where people are coming from when they say like it gets annoying and stuff like that like shopping and showing stuff that doesn't actually matter like I am aware in real life that that stuff doesn't matter but sometimes it just gets so easy to just throw that type of content up because everyone else is doing it and then really you're like wait but this isn't actually stuff that I like care about in real life like I'm not sitting around being like oh my god what like what designer purse do you have like I don't even look You know what I mean? Like those aren't things that I like am noticing. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard little balance, but I'm working on it and that's my answer. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for sending in the questions. I really like answering them. So maybe I'll do like a Q&A on YouTube soon. Yeah. And like sit down That's and do fun. one of like the old school like answering questions. I want to do one of those. I haven't done one of those since 2020. I'm going to do one. I haven't done one since like 2019. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you guys all for tuning in. Be sure to follow both Maggie and I on all social media. 
we post everywhere youtube instagram tiktok it's just our names and be sure to subscribe and listen on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you guys get your podcasts and we will see you guys next week love ya love ya Bye. bye